Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about Hercules beetles. several weeks have been full of plant pests that were really just testing my patients. Well, good news. I pulled a whole two bagworms off of that tree all week and there wasn't anything on my apple trees and my roses appear to be bug free. And I have an orb weaver living in my little garden area. I'm not saying she's the one making life better for me, but my goodness, do I love her. She's built her web between like my asparagus and rosemary pots, and I think she'll be very happy there. The backyard has a literal ton of bugs for her to eat. I should really name her. If you have any suggestions, let me know. I spent entirely too much time yesterday like trying to catch bugs to throw on her web for her. She got a few ants and one smaller spider. Um, yeah, I just, I love her. She's great. But, as much as I love her, she is not the topic of our episode today. We've had a very beetle-heavy July, like every episode so far has been about a beetle, so I thought I'd just keep that little theme going. So today we're learning about what might be my favorite beetle. I love these guys so much. So let's just dive right in and learn all about the Hercules beetle. Wait, no. One Kaylee story first. I don't remember how old I was, but... I was definitely very small, and my mom was a teacher at the high school. She volunteered to chaperone a trip to some science museum or something, and I got to go with her. I honestly don't remember any part of the museum or the trip in general, but I do remember what I got from the gift shop, (laughs) which is very on brand for me. Uh, It was a book on different, like, science-y things, sort of explaining how 3D glasses work, but then most importantly, there was something on bugs. And I saw a Hercules beetle for the very first time. It was terrifying. The way they drew it, it was huge. And it stuck with me. And being more bug-friendly than I was when I was small, I super love them now. Okay, for real this time, let's start with what even is a Hercules beetle? Its scientific name is Dynastes Hercules, or Dynastes Hercules, or Dynasty Hercules? I don't know. Something like that and is a member of the rhinoceros beetle group. They're native to rainforests in like southern Mexico, Central America, South America. It's the longest still living species of beetle in the world, and it's one of the largest flying insects in the world. You heard me, one of the largest flying insects, this beetle. They can get up to like four inches long and almost two inches wide, not including their horn. And the males can be up to seven inches long, including their horn, making them the largest species of beetle. Hercules beetles are super sexually dimorphic, which means the males and females look different. The females look like any other beetle. Most are black, and they lack that big horn on their head that I keep mentioning without explaining. So, you know, let's just fix that now. What's the deal with the horn? These horns, first of all, they're huge. They protrude straight from the male's head and is accompanied by a smaller horn underneath, sort of making it look like they have massive jaws, but it's not connected to their mouth parts at all. 
The structure is used for fighting other males and securing females to mate. It's thought that females prefer males with larger horns and is the reason they've evolved into having larger horns over time. I want to pause there and talk about that. Things don't just evolve out of nowhere. What's going on with the Hercules beetles is very simple. The females prefer males with larger horns, so the males with the largest horns get to mate. And then, of course, when they can't find one with just like the largest horn, they go with the largest horn in their area or that they can find. Those with super small horns don't get to mate, they're looked over completely, and their genes just don't get passed on. That means over time, the gene for smaller horns gets phased out of the population, while the gene for the large horn is carried on. This also means those with abnormally large horns are mating and putting their genetic defect of having a larger than normal horn gene into the general population, making the horns bigger over time. Okay, now that we're clear on that, we can move on. I fully recommend looking up a video of the males fighting. The way they use their horns is incredible. They lift each other up in the air and they slam each other in the ground. It's amazing to watch. Also amazing is that these horns pose no threat to people. Isn't that wild? Giant horns that are used for fighting each other don't harm humans. Crazy. The mating season, when you're most likely to find them fighting, is between July and December, which is the rainy season. The females can lay up to 100 eggs at a time, often placing them on the ground or on dead wood. It takes just under a month for the eggs to hatch, and the larvae go through three instars or growth stages before reaching adulthood. In some species of Hercules beetles, these can take up to two years, and then in others it's shorter. The larvae are yellow with a black head and can reach like five inches long and weigh more than a hundred grams. That is massive. The adults live between three and six months on average. So they spend most of their life in that larval stage. They are very beneficial members of their ecosystem, especially in the larval stage when they eat rotting wood. The adults eat things like rotting fruit and tree sap, but by eating the rotting stuff, they're helping decompose the trash while also bringing nutrients back into the soil. And trash isn't really the right word, but it's essentially rainforest trash. It needs to be gone. And then by decomposing it, the nutrients and stuff are going back into the soil and going back into their environment. So it's very useful. Here are just some rapid fire fun facts that I couldn't fit into my little narrative. So first, when confronted by a potential predator, the Hercules beetle can make a huffing noise by rubbing their abdomen against their wing casings. This process is known as striation, and we've learned about it before with other bugs. Um, second, the carapace of Hercules beetles changes color based on, ab based on ambient humidity. That was a tough one for me to get out. Remember, the carapace is just that outer coating that acts as a protection. And my beetles, my little blue death feigning beetles, do the same thing. So just like my beetles, the Hercules beetles are darker in higher humidity and lighter in less humidity. Finally, will it pet? They do make good pets. Ensure their enclosure has everything they need. 
from like super high humidity to rotting fruit to a deep substrate for them to burrow in. As always, when you're bringing home a living thing, any living thing into your home, it is your responsibility to give it the best life possible. If you're considering a pet beetle, please do your research to ensure you can give it everything it needs. Sadie agrees. <laughs> There's a reason I chose fainting beetles over rhinoceros or stag beetles, and it had to do with the level of care needed and the natural conditions of my home. So like, my beetles need a super dry, arid environment, which is very easy for me to accomplish with a dehumidifier next to the tank. They like sand, they like fruits and veggies, and I give them these freeze-dried like brine shrimp and they love them. Very easy for me personally to take care of. Something that needed higher humidity for me would be a little bit trickier. I would need to buy a humidifier for their area and then I'd also need to mist down their tank probably every day to keep it very humid. Their feeding would be a little more tricky because they do like rotting things, rotting wood, rotting food. Um, and that's just not something I typically have on hand. Um, and it's not something that I could figure out how to easily do without grossing myself out. So when you're looking at a new pet, especially a bug that lives in a tank and can't meet its own needs, make sure you can meet those needs and that it not just that you can meet the needs, but that it fits into like your whole life. You know, I feed my beetles twice a week. Just when I'm cooking dinner, I'm cutting up some green beans or whatever. I'll throw green beans in the tank and it's like no big deal. Um, so that fits into how I live. But if you're somebody who does a really good job of, you know, paying attention to the needs, and you can keep a super humid environment and somehow making rotting fruit doesn't freak you out, then go for it. A rhinoceros beetle is a great, great option. Anyway, that'll do it for this episode. Hey, I need everyone to know that I really held back on doing a certain nutty professor quote the whole episode, and I promised myself I would do it at the end if I made it this far, so I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Sadie, I didn't do it. I didn't say it at all. Okay, so I don't know if this is normal for anybody else's family, but for some reason, my family will hear something either randomly in a parking lot at a zoo or a movie quote and will repeat it until the end of time. So there's some that like, again, we heard in a parking lot at a zoo that we repeat every time we see each other. It comes up, don't know how. And then movie quotes and like quotes from video games. Again, they just come up. So I don't know why the Hercules one comes up so often. There's no reason for it to, but like, dad picks up a bag of soil and we all go Hercules 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 or we do it sarcastically anyway I didn't do the Hercules thing once except for just now in this whole episode and I'm very proud of myself and I'm glad I got it out of my system just now um if you're still listening you probably think I'm a crazy person but that's okay I'll see you next week where we won't do another beetle episode I promise
Bye.